0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gore common in which we take the time to speak with Smok app executives about recent important news. With us today, I'm happy to have Jean-Louis Lamar. He's VP of Corporate Development at Star Navigation Systems. The company trades on the CSE under the stock symbol SNA, and for friends of the United States, trades in the stock symbol SNAVF, and that's on the OTCQB. Now, for those of you who knew the story, and that's going to be some of you, I'm going to give you a quick summary here. Uh, Star Navigation has three great areas I want to talk about. First of all, they got their real-time worldwide tracking and monitoring system. This is for commercial airlines, regional business aircraft uh, operators. They also have a flat panel LCD display and control unit for aerospace and defense uh, operators worldwide. Clients there include Lockheed Martin, CAE, Grumman out of Italy. And finally, what we're here to talk about today is their Medivac. This is real-time telemedicine for emergency medical evacuation by air and by land, but by the air is the, real, is the real one. Jean-Louis, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, George. Glad to have you. we got good stuff to talk about. I'm going to read the headline for the benefit of everyone at home. Car okay. Navigation announces Medivac Agreement with AMS Heli Design of Texas. Before we get into the details, because there are going to be a lot of new people watching, Just run us through the layman, just the layman necessity and the reason behind a medevac system, essentially creating these ambulances in the
1: sky. Okay, so basically what we have done over the past few months is applying and leveraging the experience we got about real-time tracking and monitoring of an aircraft and applying that to the emergency medical services. That is to say, instead of capturing and downloading in real-time all the information about the systems on board an aircraft, we capture the information from the biomonitors in an EMS helicopter, compact them, secure them as well, and transmit that to the ground by SATCOM or by GSM so that the doctor on the ground can have a real-life, completely real-time real picture of what's happening for the patient. Now,
0: we're all used to seeing, you know, we've all seen uh, medevac jets uh, in the movies. And uh, a lot of us, especially if you live in big cities or out in the countries, you'll see these helicopters that unfortunately are medevac'ing people to hospitals. So we're all familiar with that. Up until now, that's mainly been uh, no real-time communication. It's more been just getting George, you know, in a helicopter as fast as they can. So is this relatively new, this real-time
1: monitoring of patients?
0: inside these
1: medevacs? It's absolutely completely new, and you are perfectly right. And, and we are talking helicopters because that's the first target, but they are also fixed-wing uh, airplanes which are transporting patients, and we are also talking about that. So basically what happens today is a patient coming on board a helicopter for medevac purpose, the information that the paramedic sees on the biomonitors, he can only transmit via radio to the ground. Right. Right. prepare the intervention. Now, the, as soon as you got a patient on board a helicopter on airplane, it's like it was in a hospital environment because the hospital gets exactly the same picture in real time as the para- paramedic. So they can prepare the intervention or even better, they can advise the paramedic on board what to do if anything has to be done.
0: And, and logic dictates that's critical because uh, typically, typically patients are unsta- are an unstable situation. They've suffered some kind of trauma, so their medical their, their their medical situation could change quite quickly. Blood pressure and all these other things. And it, you know, I guess the use of radios, the old style manual, too slow uh, and not effective and
1: not effective enough treatment for the patients. Absolutely. So the, the basic saving is you save time for the ground hospitalization. Immediately, your patient is within the healthcare environment. And the doctor on the ground can de- detect what what's happening and can direct the operation, can direct all the staff on the ground to do something. Now, the other benefit, if, if something happens, he can advise the paramedic immediately. So he knows exactly in real time what's going on.
0: All right, so let's get to this deal. You know, It was about a year ago I was talking to your technical team over at uh, Star Navigation and how they're putting this together, and it seemed very new and cutting edge. And here you are a year later, and you've got this agreement signed with HMS Heli. First, I want to find out well, uh, who is HMS Heli at the end of the day. Are they are they a great partner? Have they been around for a while? And then what is it that you plan to do in this partnership with HMS AMS Heli? Oh.
1: AMSLE is a great partner the 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 majority of the medevac helicopters is located in the USA it's about uh, 1200 helicopter HEMS helicopters Uh, AMS Heli is one of the major contributors for modifying the helicopters, transforming them into medevac helicopters. They are based in Texas. They've got an extensive portfolio of customers already, and they are specialized today in Augusta Westland type of helicopters, whatever the type. And they are gradually adding new types of Augusta Westland, and they are going towards new helicopters as well. So the deal is for them to distribute, represent and distribute our system and even package it into their offering as a kit to their end customers.
0: Is it safe to assume, Jean-Louis, that given the gravity of this technology and how important it is, am I safe to assume that you must have gone, or that the company, Star Navigation, must have gone through a very rigorous process uh, you know, uh, evaluation stage uh, be in, order, in order for you to kind of win this agreement to, to become partners of
1: AMSL? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's the result of, of a plan that we laid out about one year ago. And if you go back to our website, you will see the various press releases. We had to go to partner with a major hospital in order to understand what was the environment. We partnered with CHU St. Justine here in Montreal. We had to acquire some additional software capabilities. Well, we acquired Isoneo and became Star Isoneo here in Montreal, just close to CHU St. Justine, our dream partner for the operations. Then we had to establish a base here. So we've got some offices here in Montreal in the Technopark Center, and we had to have this kind of deal with a dealer or a modifier of helicopters, and that's what we did with AMS. The beauty of that is all that chain of events has been fairly well sequenced, and over the last six or seven months, we gradually hit all the milestones we were planning for.
0: And I was actually going to say that. It's almost like you read my mind. I was going to say it's amazing how you've been able to put the dominoes together and knock them down one by one by one, develop the technology, test it with the hospital, find a partner, and, and here you are. So now if I'm, if I'm in the head of, of people who are watching this at home, they're probably asking now, they're, they're probably figuring it because I know I am. Uh, they're wondering, what does the sales cycle look like now? So you've got AMSL, you've got this amazing uh, partner. What does the sales cycle look like? Because uh, obviously they've got to go to – uh, their customers and other potential customers. Give us just a sense of what the sale is. it
1: a 12-month? Is it a six-month turnaround? What does it typically look like? Absolutely. So basically, the last domino, uh, I like your image, the last domino was also the certification or the validation on the medical side. So we are right now finishing our validation with Health Canada as well as the FDA in the U.S. So by end of June, we shall be completely Good for selling medical, so-called medical equipment on that field. Now, sales cycle, the beauty is that AMS has already started advertising and selling the, uh, the, the ISAM. We call it ISAM, in fact, and uh, they are finalizing the first deals. The target for them, and there again, it's another domino, is to have the first systems installed at the end of 2019, the very beginning of 2020, in the first Augusta Western helicopters. In parallel, they are exclusive on Agusta Westland in the U.S., but in parallel, we are marketing towards several EMS operators, building on what we have presented in November to uh, here the community, as well as the success on a- with AMS. We are marketing the system as we speak, and there again, we've got a target for selling equipment this year, with installation for the end of this year.
0: Okay, that's great news then, because given the fact that this is a burgeoning new industry, uh, the question I want to ask was: Do you have a sense for, and it looks like you've already, you're already pretty confident that sales are going to be coming in by the end of the year. Uh, do you have a sense for how big this market is? What what does the demand look
1: like? Uh, The the demand is is fantastically, well, the people in the industry have been fantastically uh, positively oriented towards that that new system. If you go back, just as an example, if you go to Aviation Week beginning of April, they had a a complete article about new ways of doing Medevac. They were quoting Augusta Westland, and Augusta Westland was, was quoting a system which would data lake bio data down to the ground for the doctors. Guess what? We're, in fact, speaking about our system. So everybody has been very, very uh, positively oriented towards a a solution. Size-wise, you've got 1,200 helicopters only in the U.S. You've got about 50 in Canada, and you've got about 500 in Europe. That's the kind of market we are pursuing right now. You have to add the fixed-wing aircraft, which do the transport of patients from one province to the other, for instance, in Canada, which we are also talking to. Well, my, met-
0: my father was just medevac actually from the Dominican to Montreal uh, a yeah. couple of months back. So, uh, you know, cause, and it was ironic when I was on the plane, they didn't have any kind of real-time system. I was thinking to myself, I guess this is where they could use a real-time system. that he's, he's fine, but at the same time, while I was on the plane, I couldn't help but think about, about star navigation. Jean-Louis, let me play devil's advocate here for a second, because one thing we hear about all the time, both in Canada and the U.S., is we hear that... Healthcare budgets are stretched. In Canada, it's primarily driven by government, so we know they're stretched and trying to cut that. In the U.S., it's a lot more private. There's a lot more money for things like that, but even then, they're always trying to find savings. So, above and beyond the fact that saving human lives is invaluable, we know that. What's the ROI case for Medivac in the U.S.? You know that that where that that creates that demand where you got the where you got these helicopters. And, healthcare companies wanting to integrate your ISAM system?
1: Well, of course, the the, the main benefit is to try and save lives, absolutely. Now, you are saving, basically you are saving time, an awful lot amount of time by transferring the patient. At the same time, you are ensuring better, wider data collection and transfer to the ground, which means basically a a Medevac operator would tell the customers and the insurance companies well, I did everything I had to do and I had the best technology available in order to make sure that the transport of my patient was absolutely top-notch. That, in fact, is being reflected in the insurance premiums. So there is an ROI for the Medevac operator there because they are being paid mostly by the insurance companies at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, it's too bad that we have talked about in terms of ROI, but that is a reality of healthcare because if we could, we want to save everybody all the time. And we'd have a thousand ambulances in every city, but that just doesn't happen at the end of the day. So that's interesting. So at the end of the day, Jean-Louis, the ROI really comes down to uh, the more you can help George while he's in flight, uh, while he's, you know, suffered trauma. it's obviously because you're being medevaced, it's something very, very important. It's not a broken arm or sprained ankle. I guess that uh, if you, the the faster you can get him care, it means the more likely is to survive, the more, the less likely is to go into deeper trauma Uh, which reduces costs uh, across the entire system. So theoretically, you know, one of these systems could pay for itself just on on a couple of flights if it saved just a couple of lives
1: at the end of the day. For the medevac operation. For insurance companies. Yeah, and for the Medevac operator as well. Now, the other thing is, we, as I say, we save time. Everybody, all the chain of events is saving time here. And what we are doing in and interfacing, the interfacing work that we are doing with CHU here, for instance, is the patient is not only hooked to our system and transmit the data, but at the same time, CHU receives the data, which is, of course, confidential, and they put that into their medical electronic file. So there again they save time, they uh, avoid inefficiencies in transcribing some information because electronically they've got the file already done. Right. So they save a lot of administrative red tape here.
0: And you and, and nothing lost and nothing lost in translation either, because when it's manual to manual, things exactly. translation mistakes are much more likely, which also increases the possibility mm-hmm. of my care going wrong at the end of the day. So that yeah. that's a Jean-Louis, i got to tell you, we'll end it there because we've got a lot to chew on and and it sounds like you're going to be back a few more times. But I'm very impressed with the fact that about a year ago, we had your team on here talking about just the development technology side. In November, you went and live tested it. And here we are in May. You've got your first, it's not a sale, but more importantly, you've got your first champion in the industry, someone who's already beginning the sales cycle. So. Congratulations to you and your team. Thank That's you. I can't wait to see uh, what you guys accomplish with this, both in terms of shareholder value and saving lives. This is a double—you know—this is a double benefit to everybody. For
1: everyone to be proud of. Absolutely, and I can tell you, we shall be talking again very soon. Jean-Louis, I like that. Okay, you've got my interest peaked, and I'll leave it at
0: that. Everyone at home, you've been watching. You heard it straight from the Jean-Louis Lamar. He's VP of Corporate Development, Star Navigation trades on the CSE and the stock symbol, SNA, and for friends in the US, SNABF. Your job now, go do your due diligence, get to a Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, take a look at the profile information, watch some of the previous interviews we've had because we've had a, a good a variation of the team, yeah. from officers, marketing people, technical people, and you know what? Everything they said they're gonna do over the past 12 months, they've done. Finally, when you have some questions, Get on the Agoracom forum, post those questions. It's verified. You're going to get your answers directly from the company. None of the noise that you find on other websites. Get your information. Do your due diligence. Start Navigation Systems. Have a great day. See you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, George.